Hello and welcome to Snippets of Starting Over with Shannon. These short episodes are specifically designed for you busy people who are looking for a quick dose of inspiration and guidance on your self-development and healing journeys. If you'd like to listen to the full episode, you'll find the details in the description box. But in the meantime, happy listening. Let's go over to something you speak about quite a lot and you've mentioned already here, the concept of higher self. So Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to break down what higher self means to you. Sure. I love that question. So I find that language to be a bit funny slash ironic just because your higher self, I mean, just that word higher, it sends you up and out of the body, right? Higher. You think upwards. Even your awareness will go above. But the truth is the higher self, in my perception, is a descent inward because it's our bodies that actually contain infinite wisdom. It's our bodies that are truly resourced by the same energy that resources the entire planet and the universe. So the higher self is a place within where we can access wisdom beyond what our intellectual minds know. I like to think of the higher self as my personal God guidance system. So it's like we were all more or less conditioned to believe that God is like a judgy man in the sky kind of a thing, right? But my perception of God is that God is high vibrational energy, the highest vibrational energy. We might call it source energy. And that all of us contain that same source energy within us. So we have our own God guidance system within us, meaning the energy of God exists within our own bodies as well. So when we learn how to quiet the thinking mind and actually access that part of us that is truly made of the same stuff as God, we have access to endless information, not information like I read this in a book, but information like I deeply and truly know what is what is mine to serve right now, what path I'm meant to walk right now. I deeply and truly know that I am a part of something greater, that I am a part of a greater whole. It's a complete shift in approach to life because you now have a complete different entry point for accessing information about how to live. Mm. And I guess this would contrast to what you describe as being the egoic mind, right? And the biggest barrier to that true connection or innate wisdom that is contained within our bodily cells is that of the thinking mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the ego mind is the antithesis of the higher self in many ways, right? And the ego mind, we need our egos, you know, in the spiritual community, the ego gets a bad rap because the ego causes us a bunch of strife ultimately, but we need our egos to be safe, to safely navigate the world. And it is the ego that keeps us from being able to hear from our higher self. So a big part of the work I do with the folks I coach is teaching and guiding in how to have a healthier relationship to your ego so that you're not trying to kill it off. You're just teaching it to speak more quietly and to speak words in the form of your thoughts that actually 
are amenable to your higher self. Like that's the ultimate goal. And it takes time, but there's no way to just be like, I'm going to be all higher self and no ego. That's not possible. So the real path forward is how can I be both? How can I be both human, ego, and divine, higher self? The path to that is learning how to quiet the mind and teaching it to be more agreeable to the knowings and desires of your higher self. So can we break this down a little bit more? So let's say that this is either entirely new language for people listening, or if it's not, they certainly don't know how to apply it to their own self and what goes on in their bodies and in their minds. So what could you give some examples, maybe either from your own life or a client, that would help to break down something that a higher self would kind of say and the egoic self would say. So people could be like, okay, I understand how to distinguish between these two sometimes, or at least even if it's not fully, I can make steps towards understanding. Mm -hmm. So the first really just easy rule of thumb to check in with as a reference point is fear. Your ego runs on fear. So I think I said a moment ago, we need our egos because it helps us to be safe. It helps us to safely navigate the world. And so one of the main ways that the ego does that is by constantly funneling fear-based thoughts to us. Fear, anxiety, doubt, all of that lower frequency stuff that is driving everybody crazy, right? There's not a human on the planet who's not at some point in time being driven crazy by thoughts like that. Fear, worry, doubt. And then, of course, we have society that perpetuates it because society also lives on fear frequencies. So hello, mass media. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not an easy venture getting out of that. But knowing that fear is an indicator that you're in ego and not connected to your higher self, it's definitely a helpful point of reference. So if you're feeling fear, now you know you're in ego. So then it comes down to the decision to try and shift out of it or to not. So that's when nervous system regulation comes in because our nervous system will be very much like calibrated to that same frequency, that same fear frequency. So working with your breathing, just slow, intentional breathing to try and calm the nervous system down. And then as it relates to actually accessing the higher self, you will know you're hearing from the higher self because as I'm noting, there won't be that presence of fear. And there also won't be chatter, right? So the ego is a mental experience. So you have a lot of mental chatter. It's like you might be cycling through the same thoughts that are then producing the same emotions inside your body. The higher self doesn't roll like that. The higher self just drops in. It's just like, here you go. Here's information. Have it. It often just says it once. It may not actually be a, a hearing, but it, it drops in. I usually experience it as being something that like, it feels like it drops in from above into my crown, the top of my head, and then just sort of lands in my body. Everybody's a little different with how it gets received. But for the most part, like I said, the higher self is something accessible through the body. So if information is coming through to you in a way that feels very much body-based, that generally is a piece of, of evidence that it is the higher self. 
Could that even be something like the sense of feeling alive, joyous, full of love in an activity that you're doing or in connection to somebody else or... Sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's like if if those experiences are present, that is evidence of the ego being functional just to the bare minimum, right? Because we never want our egos to go offline. So if I'm like really feeling joyful and blissed out and all of that, it's like, okay, cool. My ego is functioning at bare minimum just to make sure I'm able to safely navigate my environment and, and stay stay well. And other than that, I'm just deeply connected. I'm deeply connected to we can say God, source, the universe, whatever language feels resonant. And inherent in that is that higher self-connection. But when we're really in flow like that, it's like everything is moving within us as it's meant to. Okay. And I guess there's a lot of crossover in this concept of the higher self and intuition and receiving messages, like intuitive messages. Would I or those listening, well, all of us, experience, possibly experience that as our own voice in our head or is it going to be something else yeah so there have been moments where higher information has come through and it has sort sort of felt like a voice like the voice of myself inside of my own head but it has the different quality like if you're receiving information from your higher self it does not resemble thoughts. It just does not resemble thoughts. So to give an example, one time in particular, I, and this was relating to when I knew it was time for me to get a divorce, I was actually sleeping and I heard my higher self speak up just one very clear sentence. And it did sound like my voice, but it was in my sleep and it was almost like my voice coming from like a megaphone up in the sky. <laughs> that's a strange way of putting it. I've never tried to describe it before, but that's like how it's resonating right now to explain it. So yes, it was my voice. And yes, it was entirely clear that it was my higher self, not my ego self. There were no other thoughts that accompanied it. There was no human hesitation. It was just here is knowledge arriving. And I woke up and I was like, wow, that was intense. And what and was that one knew. sentence? The one sentence was, the big love is coming and it's not here. Yeah. And was that so striking enough for you to act on it? Yeah. yeah. That was, that was, um, that was a decision maker in many ways. I mean, I'm, I had made the decision a million small ways before that, but never actually committed to it. It was just like knowing in my head, this isn't right. This doesn't feel right. We should probably move on. But, you know, I'd been with her for the vast majority of my adult life. It's not an e easy decision. No. But after that happened, I was just filled with a level of certainty that I couldn't deny anymore. And so I, I just listened. And that was the tail end of, of our relationship. And on that point, what does that do to fear? So reiterating what you said before about the egoic mind feeding off fear, if mm. we have access to or listen to our higher self and the messages that we receive there, what does that then do to the fear that could come afterwards does it lessen in any way do you feel more reassured in the decision that you've made or is it still like you are so used to operating from that strong mindset 
of listening to your mind all the time, not really trusting what's going on in your body or anything else that you go, oh, what on earth was that? No, shut that all down. And you've got to think straight or weigh up your list of pros and cons or be rich. And mm. all of that thinking comes in and the fear-based rationale. Yeah, so it's definitely correct that receiving higher self insights does not eradicate fear, right? Walking the highest path in this human life, in my perception, is the the bothness of it. I think I said earlier, we're fully human and we're fully divine, fully made of the stuff of source. And so there's, in my experience so far, at least, there is never a moment where the fear part, the human side, will fully cease to exist because we're still contained in these human bodies and our brains are wired to do certain things for protective reasons. And so it's like, we can't really just opt out of that. So what it becomes about in my perception is the development of a high enough level of faith, trust, and inner knowing that the insight received from higher self carries you through in the moments where the fear is also present. So yes, I have dealt with a lot of fear. I've been separate from my my ex for like 15 months or something now. So it's not really all that long. This last year has been full of, of fear of all kinds. But I've been so anchored into the deep knowing of that higher self communication. And every day it's like I put that knowing and that decision to trust back on. I get dressed in the morning. It's like every morning I take a shower and I put on my clothes. And every morning I write out my fears and then I put on my faith and my trust and my knowing. And I do that in a ritualistic way. And it does carry me through. Why do you write out your fears? Because you have to get the stuff out that's blocking you from being able to hear from your higher self. If you don't get the junk out, you can't hear. And so routinely, I make that decision. Let me get it all out. Because every day as you're moving through the human experience, more fear will naturally accumulate within us, especially because like we established earlier, society runs on fear. So every time we're interacting with the world, a little bit more fear trickles through into our energy fields from the external. So every morning I write out my fears in in a way that I consider to be a release. It's a purge. It's not a, a cycling through. It's not a rumination. It's not a woe is me. It's a, I'm getting this out so that I can hear better from the part of me that will serve me best. I totally can see that. So can you break that down in terms of how that could apply to a listener now thinking, okay, I recognize I've got some fears going on, but how would I go about actually writing that? So I'm not just actually causing myself anxiety or sadness Mm -hmm. or any other undesirable emotion by writing about my fears. That's a beautiful question and so important. So for me, I, I'm i more fluid with it now because I've been doing this practice for a while. But for a beginner, what I recommend is beginning with a brain dump. So getting it all out, fear, worry, doubt, insecurity, anything that is present that is clogging up your experience. And when I say clogging up, I mean, creating the experience of 
discomfort from within and therefore aligning you with a lower frequency. So beginning with that sort of brain dump and then moving into from there a claimed, meaning you are consciously choosing to claim it, higher vibrational experience. So for me, that's going to mean consciously choosing to connect with gratitude. So after I've written out all of the fear stuff, I'm going to write out everything I'm grateful for. People, places, experiences, whatever it is, I'm writing it all out. And then moving into affirmations. What am I affirming? What do I believe to be true about myself, my life, my experience of being on this planet? And I'm going to write that out. I am style. So I am bold. I am courageous. I am choosing to hear from my higher self, whatever it might be, but really listing those things out. And as I'm doing so, connecting with the words, not just like autopiloting my way through, like it's, you know, detention and you have to same sentence a million times over on the blackboard. It's like really connecting with the energy of it. And then for me, what I close out with is what I think of as a communication with God or with source with the awareness that that energy is also within me. So I sort of think of it as like I'm sending out requests and then expecting the guidance to come through me. So for example, I may say something like, please guide and support me in aligning only with truth and may everything else fall away. So that's a very specific one, but that's something that I happen to work with for various reasons. So I'll just write a sentence like that down. Please guide and support me in aligning with truth and may everything else fall away. And then I just kind of wrap it up. I conclude just knowing I've vented about all I needed to vent out. I've gotten I've gotten the junk out. I've connected with the higher vibrational energy of gratitude. I have affirmed who I want to be. And I've put my requests out to the universe, out to source, out to God, trusting that in divine timing, those requests will be granted through me. And then I go on with the day. <laughs> 